$1,000. I mean, I just did some cursory um, research on Camping World, and I know they, their, their flagpole alone, the construction of that and the, the infrastructure to hold it, do with wind resistance and hurricanes, somewhere around the $100,000 range plus the cost of the flag itself. So, 200 foot, from what I found, is the highest in the state. Uh, so I was looking at, you know, 207, 210. The American flag, I'm all for it, okay? Since you're talking about donating, getting people to donate, see if you could donate all that money and buy that flag. That would really help. So here we are. We told you about this a couple of weeks ago when Commissioner Calkins first hinted at it, and now it's on the agenda for Thursday to talk about building the, um, uh, the universe's biggest flag, Somewhere in uh, Santa Rosa County, the question is, you know, where, how tall, how big, how much money, who's going to pay for it, and, you know, all good questions. Joining us now, we have Devan Cook. He is the Santa Rosa County Administrator. Uh, Devan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. So, um, I, you know, I know that Colton, uh, Commissioner Wright, said he thought it'd be over $100,000. My guess was maybe more like $200,000, uh, depending, obviously, on how big both the flag and the lighting structures and the location, if you have to acquire property, and also the you know size of the flagpole itself. Uh, is that, you know, am I being too pessimistic about the overall cost of this pro- possible project? Some of the initial um, information we've received, staff has received from talking to other organizations and doing some research it looks we're thinking somewhere in the one hundred and fifty thousand dollar range for the flagpole um, placing it where we decide to place it and the flag themselves all right and that's and i mean the flag's going to run somewhere in the seven to fifteen apparently thousand dollars vicinity and that's going to have to be replaced periodically right i mean that's not going to i mean i don't know how long those flags are good for but i would figure maybe a couple of years at best right well, the information we have from other organizations, and of course it depends on the uh, climate conditions, but uh, some of the uh, places we've spoken with, they have to replace it two or three times a year. Oh, okay. And is, is the $10,000 vicinity a reasonable estimate? Yeah. Okay, so now we're talking 150 plus. 20, 30, or more, depending again on size, uh, per year ongoing maintenance. So this starts to look like a pretty pricey proposition. Have you, I know it's early, and you just got tasked with it yesterday, basically, but is it eligible for TDC? Is it a TDT money for bed tax money, or, or what's the initial look on that? The county attorney, Tom Danheiser, um, did a uh, cursory review yesterday, and he indicates he believes it will be eligible for tourist development dollars. Okay. Um, but, of course, money on this means money not on something else, right? That's, you know, I mean, that's good news in a way, but, you know. Um, and what I, I kind of have to ask this question, and, I, you know, I don't know if you can really answer it exactly, but, look, we're in an election year, and Commissioner Calkins might be running for re-election or might be running for higher office. A lot of people look at this as a political stunt in an election year. It seems like it's going to take a little while to do that even if everything goes according to best plans, it wouldn't be able to be put in for maybe a year or two, I think. Look, these projects don't happen overnight. I would think probably the earliest would be late summer, early fall, and that would be, you know, I think a, a optimistic estimate of how long we it would take to get this done. Okay. So you think that's feasible to even get it done this year? I wasn't sure that that 
but I mean, you're you're much closer to these things than I am. So okay. Uh, well, obviously, it's going to be interesting to see you know who shows up to talk about it on Thursday and what the end. Uh, did you guys? I know for that 150, what were you thinking in the 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 short 200s to satisfy the tallest in Florida, but not be the tallest in the country or anything like that? Right. It would be the if it's over 200, it would be the tallest in the state. I got gotcha. you. Okay. And can I? You know, I know you people listen to the show other than you and me talking but um i just put my my vote in for if it winds up getting done and i find myself very conflicted on this project i love it and i hate it both um i love the idea of somewhere on i-10 and i love the archie grover boat ramp much better than the administrative complex you know because that's going to be visible to everybody thousands and thousands of people will see that every day and you know if you ask me for my money that's the best that kind of a location makes sense um, also, an interesting one came up yesterday. Commissioner Wright um, proposed desi- designating some tourism money for certain corridors of access that people who are visiting our Santa Rosa County tourism destinations like Navarre Beach would come down like 87 or come down some of the other roads and maybe focusing on sprucing those up a little bit, right? Yes, he, he asked to add that and brought that up yesterday that uh, you know, we have Highway 98 designated as a tourist uh, corridor, and, and when you do that, it it makes that section of highway eligible for spending some of the tourist development dollars for, you know, improvements, median improvements, and other things that would make it more appealing to visitors that are coming into the Noir area or to our area in general. Yeah, no, it makes sense to me because, again, you know, it's kind of like that's the welcome mat and you don't want the, you know, the welcome mat to your place to be a mess and, you know, a little bit better makes sense to me. One of the other things you guys are working on this week is, uh, I think, a pretty hefty defense infrastructure grant for more property acquisition around uh, Whiting Field for buffering. Yes, we are eligible and and should receive another $500,000 through the Defense Infrastructure Grant Program, which has been going on for several years, and it helps us to, you know, secure land around the base, part of the buffering process, uh, so we can continue to protect Whiting Field and its mission. And, and for people who, I, I mean, I know a lot of people already get this, and when we say buffering for the base, they're like, okay, I know what that means. But, you know, people are always listening to the show for the first time or moving here and don't know. Um, we are constantly showing the Navy that their mission is important to us by protecting that mission in all kinds of ways, including, you know, airspace and land space around the, the base for the, you know, the flight operations that they have. And that's what that's all about. Oh, just speaking of that, only because this occurred to me and I didn't I didn't have any idea the answer. If we do put a flag up that's 200 feet, does that start to become just do you have to ask Whiting? whether that's an issue for them. I don't know at what height that becomes a relevant question. Yes. Anything that tall, we would have to work with Whiting and the FAA to be sure it was not going to cause any conflict with airspace. And so that's something that would have to be coordinated as well. Okay. I, I figured, but I just want to double check with you. That's why I like to have the expert on. Uh, last thing is um, you guys are doing something that I don't think I've ever heard of before, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, you've got five town halls coming up where you're going to send staff out to meet with people and explain the budget to them. And is this the one that they're doing without the commissioners? Is that right? Yes. Last October when we had our budget uh, meeting with the commissioners, you know, there was a lot of talk about, well, what do the citizens really want? 
what how do they want us to proceed with you know revenues and spending and so uh staff has put together uh, uh and actually going to use uh a large part of the presentation we gave to the board which is uh, very informative on all of our revenues and and what we're spending the funds on and so we've got these five town halls that we've put together we anticipate they'll last about an hour and a half each and so we have those coming up and this is staff led it's uh, nothing political it's just to educate the public we have a um, an email address that's set designed specifically for emailing questions that they may have before or after and later on in february we're going to be putting out a survey to the citizens and ask them specific questions about our uh, revenues and expenditures i i gotta tell you i love this idea i i don't have great optimism that it'll be highly attended, <laughs> you know, because budgets are the kind of the thing that people know they should care about more, myself included, and find ourselves, you know, challenged to care as much as we should. Uh, but I love the idea of doing it, and I love the idea that you're doing it without the politicians around, because I almost can't imagine this happening in Escambia County, but I maybe, maybe, I'm going I'm to propose it to Wes Moreno when we talk to him on Thursday. I love the idea of getting the information out to people without the politics involved and the feedback just i mean it's, it's a great idea I, i'm hesitant to ask you don't have to answer but whose idea was it you know i don't recall i think it was one of our budget staff members okay that, uh, but i don't recall for sure because no it's a I, brilliant i mean brilliant i just every every piece of it i love it so very cool uh and those dates will, I, i'm sorry I, I blinked for a second there with my ears are you did you give the dates or are the dates to be decided no, I have the dates. If, if you want me to give the dates, I just can give maybe when's the, when's the first one, and where can people go to find out more information? The first one is February thirteenth, five p.m. at J Town Hall, and this will all be available on our uh, website uh, later today, so Very they can go cool. and see. We're having one in every commission district. Uh, during the month of February. No, I think it's brilliant. Again, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I love the idea. Very innovative. Devan Cook, Santa Rosa County Administrator. Sir, as always, thank you for the information. Thanks for answering my questions and spending a little bit of time, especially this project of getting people to understand what their county government does, man. That's really good work. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Andrew.